Can you do that? At what point exactly does the evening, the night, take on that special quality? The hour has ceased to be sensible. Within the hour, we exist erratically, either in the frivolous world of dreams and fear or the unstable confusion of finding yourself wide awake when the world around you is called it a night. Deep down, I know a few windows over, there's someone else sat up in bed, out of sync with the expectations of the day. But that's not something I can reach. None of my friends or family would answer if I rang them now. If they did answer, what would I even say? The person separated from me by about 20 feet and a few concrete barriers is probably thinking the same thing. If I call someone now, I'll ruin their night too. This unaccounted for time these long moments which could be filled with anything. I approach them anxiously, knowing that I will pay. They will find me eventually. As much as I try to let go of them, fall away, I can't. Sleep is somewhere, not directly beneath or ahead of me. I know that as soon as I move, I've truly blown it. As soon as I move, I've admitted defeat. Yeah, my hand's delicious for the phone, but I can't call anyone. The stiller I make my body, the more my mind races. I give it math to exhaust it. I quiz it with trivia. Try and remember everything I did today. The names of all my teachers from school. What am I distracting myself from? What is it I'm avoiding? Fuck. I start to sink but not into sleep. Fuck. I sit up to counteract the sinking, the falling, trying to draw myself away from the edge, holding my head and heart in place before they get too far away. What was that number Mum mentioned? A helpline. Like a recorded message for times like these. Panic line, was it? Or am I thinking of child line? Sex line? Letting go of my heart, I reach for the phone. Google panic line. And miraculously, something comes up. Panic strike. Oh, God. Panic stricken. Panic strike. Who thought of that? My hand shakes as I bring the phone to my ear. Hello, my name is Dorothy. Dorothy? I assure you that you will be alright. Oh God. How? How? How about right now? Dorothy, you're a recorded message. You could be... Dead for all I know. I promise that I am here. 
Shit. Concentrate on my instructions. Nothing is too dreadful. Slow down. Control your breathing. Diaphragm. Breathe in. A balloon. Can you do that? What are you worried about, dear? I... Silly thing. Ungrateful thing. Dorothy? When I was your age, we had real things to worry about. What? I bet you're a vegetarian. Nasty little do-gooder. Your generation, honestly. You pretend you're better than the rest of us with your education and your Wi-Fi and your tweeter. What do you know, nasty little crybaby? This is so uncalled for. I, I suppose... Stick it out, Zara. She might be on something here. You'll never grow up until you've wrung a chicken's neck. Drunk pig's blood. Been chased with a pitchfork. Whoa. Uh... Weak little shits. You'll never make it. Dorothy sits before me. She's maybe the oldest woman I've ever seen. Her arms are crossed and she's scowling. A scout puckers under the severity of her plaits. A hand shakes from what I presume is arthritis. The more I back away, the closer her face gets. I scrunch my eyes, closed real tight, trying to get rid of the sight of her watery, narrowed eyes. Grey, dusty light leaks through my open window. My head pounds. How long was it out this time? My hand itches for the phone again. But I shouldn't check. Once I look, I'll start calculating. If I fell asleep now, I could get five hours. If I fell asleep now, I could get four hours and get the bus. I drift like a log in a stream, catching the rocks, chipping away. I hear birdsong, I hear talking. At what time in the morning do voices start? I remember camping as a child on a school trip. I woke up in the early hours feeling far away from home. There was rustling on the roof of the tent, a painful squawking, arrow feet. Drawing my sleeping bag around me, I felt scared. The bird, although separated from me by the green mesh, felt close, humongous. It was on my face, in my ear. If I moved, it might get closer, it might not leave. They're squawking again, the gurgle, 
voices. I imagine for a moment a line of parrots, their beady black eyes dead against their words, those unblinking tiny eyes. I think of my own eyes. I feel them bulging beneath the lids, dry beneath the lids. Could my neighbours really have parrots? Do people even have parrots? Plural, parrots? They sound close and organised. Think of puppies. Round little puppies. Don't think of how they depend on humans. How small their lives are. The little tails wagging expectantly till you get home in the evening to walk them. Think of think of nothing. I think of nothing. I look at my watch. It is a sensible hour. What if I just stayed here? Burrow deeper into the covers. Sleep through the day, forget about work. Forget about the things I have to do. Why do I need to go? Could I really do it? Can you do that? Holly Turpin, writer, performed as Dorothy. Abby Standish, performed as Zara. Jay Lawrence, producer. Freddie the Parrot, performed as himself. Sam Vickers, artwork. If this episode warms the cockles of your mind, you might like Daisy's Elephant, which is available to listen to on YouTube, iTunes and SoundCloud now. Do you want to get involved yourself? We're always on the lookout for new dancers to write, perform and produce these with us, so reach out to us on Facebook or Twitter. And don't forget to like, comment, share and subscribe.